if we take it in the sense of the rest of the AFC, the Chiefs belong in a tier by themselves with the Bills, who I know have only been, <gasps> in, the have only been in one AFC title game, but they're as good as any team in the NFL. They scare me so bad. They, yeah, the Bills, the Chiefs, <laughs> and Cincinnati. Cincinnati deserves to be in the conversation. Went to the Super Bowl last year, and they have the best young offensive talent in the NFL. So those three, and then I think the Chargers belong in that next group. They belong with the Ravens. They belong with the Chargers, the Ravens. Maybe they're by themselves, or you want to toss in the Colts or the Patriots or anybody else you believe in. I don't believe in anybody more than those two teams. But, I mean, that's kind of the hierarchy. The Bills are the, the, the scariest one, Kayla. I know they have 100%. But talk about no holes versus like the like the Bills. I don't know that I could possibly have a single question other than maybe cornerback with whiteout for a few weeks. The Bills absolutely terrify me. And I I just hope we can get past them. I hope we can get the regular season win. Oh, they are already stressing me out. Like just already for week six, and it's, we're not even there yet. I know. I know. Wait, quick, quickly before we move on. I have to tell you a story about the chargers. I went to the game in LA last year, Okay. had amazing seats, went with um, my married couple friends and their two-year-old son <laughs> by the third quarter. He is melting down. Uh, he's, two. he's two. He ate too much food, threw up. And they're like, oh, we, no. we have, they're like, we have to take him home. It's his bedtime. And he's just, he's done. They're like, you can stay here. And I was like, it was pouring down rain. It was freezing in LA, which never happens. Um, and I'm like, I don't want to have to wait in the rain after this game to find an Uber. SoFi is kind of a nightmare when it comes to rideshare. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll leave. And I didn't want to leave at all. And then we leave and then that all transpires in the fourth quarter and then OT. And I hated myself. I I didn't even tell people I left. They were like, oh my gosh, you're at the game. I was like, yeah, it was crazy. What a crazy (laughs) game. Is this your first time admitting that you, uh, you skipped it? I I've told a few people, but I didn't like publicly announce. I was just tweeting like I was still there. There is nothing worse than like leaving an important game in the moment. It makes you feel any better. Someone at our at our station in Kansas City, they don't work here now, but they 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 left the Royals wild card game in 2014 early. So you could leave a worse game early. True. At least it wasn't, you know, the Bills game. Yeah. In the, in the oh, playoffs. God. That would have been that would have been a shame to leave. Yeah, I would think so. With the 13 seconds and thinking that it's all over and all of those things. That's like when it's – there are only five teams I think can win the Super Bowl in the AFC. I think there are good teams. I think there's teams that can beat the Chiefs or give them problems in the playoffs or beat them in a single game in the playoffs. Like, I think the Colts with Matt Ryan are definitively better. I think they should have been a playoff team last year. I think they're definitively a playoff team this year. I think they're better with Matt Ryan. Yep. But the only five teams – and that's a lot for one conference. It might be less in the NFC – are the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals – Chargers and Ravens. And I know that maybe you're the Ravens. You're still counting in the Ravens. That roster was devastated with injury. And I know that Lamar Jackson may or may not get a contract extension done by the time this thing airs tomorrow. I don't know. But when you when you look at whether or not he can do it, when he's healthy, they're dynamic. They have a great coach. They have a great defense. Their biggest question is, do they have enough offensive weapons around Lamar Jackson? And he's such a dynamic athlete. I think it'd be kind of foolish to count them out because if they win their division, they could end up being they're They're one of the few teams I think can get the one seed. I think the bills will get it because they're in the easiest division, but if it's not going to be them, I'll be honest. I think it's probably the Ravens because I don't think anyone out of the South is doing it. And the AFC West is too good. What, how do you, 
we haven't talked much about Broncos. Do you think Russell Wilson's going to elevate this team leaps and bounds? I mean, as far as like AFC competition goes, because if that's the conversation we're happening, like, okay, let's talk about the AFC competition and where they rank amongst it. Not enough to move the needle. I, I mean, they're going to be worse on defense than the second scoring defense because they have a new coach who's offensive minded. I just don't think they're going to be as good. And then, who will have the better who will have the better season between Broncos and Raiders, in your opinion? I mean, I'm supposed to say Broncos, right? The Raiders. No, because the, we, the Raiders, year. the Raiders did well last year. Yeah, and plus now they've got Devontae Adams. I mean, I just don't take them serious for AFC teams. Like to me, they're with the rest of those teams: Chargers, Ravens. Then we go. Remember, I mentioned Colts, Colts, Broncos, Raiders. They can all be in that lumping together. The Raiders were a playoff team last year, had a ton of turmoil, had to fire their coach in the middle of the season, still made the postseason, um, and then added Devontae Adams. I'm not going to pretend like that's not important or makes them more formidable. It clearly does, but it doesn't present the problem from being they're still the Raiders and they have the worst quarterback in the toughest division in football. Like, he could be the 12th best quarterback in the NFL. They're the worst quarterback in the toughest division in football. Like, that's why when we're ranking those hierarchy of AFC teams, I I mean, the Broncos and the Raiders kind of fall in the same range. Broncos, I just kind of want them to prove it, I guess, that their weapons are actually were being held back by your guy Drew Locke or whatever they would say about <laughs> Corlin Suttons and Jerry Judy at the time. But they could just end up being guys. And, you know, maybe Drew Locke was hurt by them not being as good as everybody thought they were on paper. Going back to the AFC as a whole, do you think the Bengals have a Super Bowl hangover this season? I think that people want to predict that. And I don't think it's unfair to, to try to take that shot, but no. I mean, I don't know. They got a high-caliber quarterback um, and Jamar Chase. so <laughs> And Joe Mixon and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And, you know, I they're just so talented. How bad can they be? The Ravens are better. The Browns won't matter because Deshaun Watson won't be on their team till week 11 or 12 or whatever, you know, that first game against Houston. So, I mean, I don't think they're factoring in. I mean, the division helps, but I, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a hard time with the AFC is not seeing it amongst those five. Like, I think if you looked in the NFC and you're like, who are the teams you don't want the Chiefs to see in the Super Bowl? The NFC is a little more open and there's questions we don't necessarily know about some of the other teams over there. But in the AFC, there seems like a pretty clear hierarchy. And maybe you want to just put the Chiefs and the Bills in one category and bump the Bengals down with the Ravens and the Chargers. But with Cincinnati actually going to the Super Bowl last year, I have a hard time thinking of them as being any different. Remind yeah. me, this is It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. First ever episode, Kayla. So we're learning things Woo! about each other. We found out ages, and we have not yet found out what age we're going to live to, but that's fine. Nick, we don't want to get into that conversation on this show. We did that on our show once, and it, it turned bleak very quickly. That's going to get dark, yeah. Well, I didn't, you know, I think that they didn't like that I had a reckless disregard for my own being. They're like, well, what do you want people to do with your body? And I'm like, I don't care. Just get rid of it. I think I said throw it in the trash. Because I said I didn't want to be, I said, I, you know, like, you can just scream maybe it's fine. They're like, well, what do you want to do with your remains? I'm like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I, that's for someone else. If they want to do something with it, cool. I'm dead. It won't matter to me. I'm, that was the biggest pivot ever. I'm comfortable where I am. And our biggest to- AFC rivals going to where, what we want our bodies to go afterward. We're done with them. I think these are important things to get to know each other. You know, maybe <laughs> you made those decisions. Someone here. brought up biggest fear. What's your biggest fear? Oh God. Uh, I'll go. Okay. Yeah. I am terrified of being buried under an overpass when you're at like what? a stoplight. What, oh, if there's an, what, if, what if there's an earthquake? What if a bridge collapses and you're at a stoplight under an overpass 
I always had this fear mostly when I lived in St. Louis because I lived right by a huge like highway intersection. I just would always sit there at the light and being like, I really hope that this overpass doesn't collapse on me while I'm at this light. That's an interesting, oh God, I wouldn't have thought of. And hitting a pedestrian. I'm a little bit of a crazy driver. I mean, I guess that means you would never get the self-driving car? No. I feel like that would be the terrifying part from there. Like, so, I mean, the, if you're, if you had a self-driving car, it's like an immediate risk that maybe you're getting into that. Okay. We don't have to talk about that. I don't know. I like, I'm not afraid of spiders. I, again, my biggest problem might be that I have a reckless disregard for my own safety. Wow. I don't ever think hard enough about this might injure me. And I shouldn't do it. Like we were just at the lake for the holiday weekend and yeah. I did. I'm 38, not in peak physical shape. <laughs> And I did a backflip off the dock. No fear. Good, good for you. I mean, I, yeah, that's something I would sit there for ten minutes before I actually did. Nah, I just did it. My kid said, "Do a flip." I was like, "Okay," and I did a backflip instead of a front flip. Did you land? It's fine. Did yeah. you did you make the full? Yeah, I made the full rotation? turn. Okay. And the dock was decently high off, so that helps. But uh, you know, I did I did a full turn. Have you I done backflips in the past, or was this just like a I mean, first time thing? Uh, I mean, when I was like younger, I guess I would not like, I can't just like stand or never could stand and do a backflip, but I've done backflips into a pool or a body of water. I just don't do that very often and was doing that because we were, I don't know, being goofy at the lake. And so, and I don't, I don't think that hard, like I might get hurt. I just do things and then hope it doesn't hurt me before I guess we get, get out of here. Let's talk at least a little bit about the game. I know we'll talk more about it on Friday, but let's talk a little bit more about the game coming up on Sunday in relation to one thing, because there's a lot of different things to watch out for, but there is, we know that there are 10 rookies that she's drafted. We know that there are nine on this team. Yep. And I think that there's a couple of obvious answers with some answers in between which rookie will have the biggest impact this season for you. I'm going with Isaiah Pacheco running back. Wow. The seventh rounder. Yeah, I I like his. Okay, so my biggest complaint with Clyde, I love Clyde. I think he is quick. He's agile. I I have a problem with his size. We need a truck at running back. We need a Derrick Henry. And is Isaiah Pacheco a Derrick Henry? No, but he is bigger than Clyde. Um, I can see him having a Kareem Hunt, a Star is Born breakout rookie year. That's what I'm hoping for with Pacheco. I hope that you're right. I'm hoping the answer is McDuffie. Or Carl Loftus. Uh, yep, I mean, big fan of both of those. That's ideal. I think those are the obvious choices. Like if you're drafting them and you're like, let's all take rookies to see who has the most impact. Those are probably the top two choices or Pacheco probably three. But I wouldn't rule out the fact that Brian Cook might have a real role on this team. They have used three safeties pretty much the entire time. They've been mm-hmm. in Kansas City. They like versatile safeties, which Brian Cook is. There's only two guys that are going to mention right now and Juan Thornhill and obviously Justin Reed. And Justin Reed said that, well, first – the, the rookie defensive back, Trip McDuffie, told us that Brian Cook is helping him learn the book. So we already know that he's well ahead of first on that end. And we know that they use players like that. I, I think well, yeah, the and they're going to have to fill some big shoes in Tyron Matthews. So well, I they love three safeties. Yeah. It's just the way they play and the corners they have. I mean, I'm surprised, I guess, we could still say Joshua Williams or Jalen Watson because they're going to play all three of those corners, but. Like McDuffie being a failure, you'd ask the question earlier. It's like, if Juju isn't a number one wide receiver, then what? I'm much more concerned if Trent McDuffie is in a quality NFL starting corner, then what? Because that's a much bigger concern for me. Because I can see that McDuffie should be our answer to that question. 
or that Karloff just should be our answer to that question. But I think there's a pretty good chance that Brian Cook might be just as impactful as either of those guys. And now that Pacheco is, I think, fairly clearly running back too, he can very obviously be an answer to that question. But I don't know. Do you really think that he's going to – I don't think he's getting more playing time this year than Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And if Clyde Edwards-Alaire fails, I assume that they'll let Ronald Jones get some snaps. Yeah, I need Clyde to stay healthy, for one. Um, but yeah, yeah I just – Every time – What? What? So do you have one on your fantasy team? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not on a fantasy team, which is a whole another thing. I I love fantasy football. I've only played one season and I won. And that was years ago when I lived in St. Louis. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Um, I just, I, my biggest complaint with him is his size. I just feel like we need a bigger guy at running back. He's tough. Don't get me wrong. He's plowing through. But I just think we need a bigger one. I guess, I don't know. If we get through week eight and he's not hurt, maybe we'll start to buy back in. Yeah. But I'm also excited about McDuffie, back. like you said. Um, I love the profile they did on him on the franchise. He seems like a really solid dude, and he's ready to get a shot. So I love these young guys with the uh, fighting spirit, ready to make <laughs> big plays and big impact on the field. Between last year and this year, 16 of the 18 drafted players are on the 53-man roster. That wow. is a massive number. I mean, a quarter wow. of their roster was drafted in the last two years. And actually on the team, and many of them they rely on significantly, as we've talked about with guys like, we you know, McDuffie and Karloftis and all those. So it's a lot. Well, this well, has been got, the inaugural episode. No, go ahead. To your point, Nate Taylor uh, uh, on the franchise said, the Chiefs this year are trying to accomplish two things, and that is to maintain the championship contending stability while also heading this whole youth movement. Like you said, 10 drafted rookies, nine of which made the 53-man roster. So that is going to be the biggest challenge. 